name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and welcome to drboystv.com, the home for intelligent Black people. Uh, you know who I am, and uh, that's not important right now. What you uh, may also know, if you don't know, is that I'm here with Mr. John Boyd uh, from the Peace Industry Music Group, and we are here to talk about a new uh, a, a new compilation piece that he's put together that really celebrates Black power, celebrates the Black community, celebrates the B1 space uh, as it is. So I want to ask my friend, John, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Good, good. Yeah, well, great to see you. And uh, and welcome to everybody in the chat. As you come in, please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe if you haven't done it yet. And uh, shout out the city that you're from. Let us know what city you're from. Christopher Green says, great work, Mr. John Boyd. It was my pleasure meeting and seeing you in the flesh, as well as a great family. Uh, yeah, a lot of y'all saw uh, Mr. Boyd and his amazing family, uh, the group Infinity Song. You saw the performance at the last All Black National Convention, where they just took it to another level. It was a, an amazing, amazing experience. And, and, uh, and you know, I have a lot of admiration and respect for this family, as well as uh, Mr. Boyd. And so, uh, Mr. Boyd, you were telling me that you have uh, you have something in the works that you think everybody's going to love. Uh, tell us about that. Uh, yeah, this is a, uh, a music collection that uh, I'm spearheading. Uh, actually, it was inspired by the work of Dr. Claude Anderson. Uh, and it's built around uh, Black empowerment, uh, Black affirmation in terms of the uh, uh, how we are an exceptional and a special people. Uh, and um, uh, along those lines, so, so there's actually a song on the uh, first compilation dedicated to Dr. Anderson called Samson's War Cry. And uh, mm. Samson is his favorite uh, Bible character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I have been in the music industry for uh, over 20 years. Uh, and specifically with Rock Nation, uh, this uh, we're going on our seventh year, uh, and uh, so I have a sense of not only the business and uh, label side of the industry, but also the production side. Uh, as I've not only developed uh, my children, but I have worked as a producer for for many years. So this gives me an opportunity to really share uh, some of my production. Uh, expertise uh, with the black community specifically, but uh, everybody in general. Um, and uh, I'm very, very excited about this project. Um, and uh, we have been working on it uh, since February 15th. Uh, and uh, we've got uh, over five months in to, to its development. It's coming out really good. Now, let me ask you this. So what, what drove you to um you know, uh, to, to do this project. I mean, what what is it? Um, what what do you feel that could be captured? Say, making an album that you know might not be captured in some other approach, or what, what was it that drove you to want to do this particular type of expression? Well, uh, I I just see that there's a, a a great need and demand for for music uh, that that cover, covers the spectrum of music that really uh, relates to the black experience, especially the black conscious experience. Um, that, uh, and, um, uh, you know, interestingly, um, it fell in my lap uh, as a result of talking to Dr. Anderson one day. And uh, we were talking because, uh, uh, you know, he had a relationship, you know, I connected him to, uh, uh, you know, Kanye West and I attempted to uh, connect them to uh, uh, Rock Nation and 
things weren't materializing or happening as quickly as, as we hoped. So I, 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 I talked to him about me stepping in and, and seeing what I can do as a producer and lending my, my skills and, and, and my abilities to, to really uh, adjust some of the things that he adjusted uh, through his career uh, in, in terms of, you know, black empowerment. And, uh, you know, the initial idea was to uh, translate his legacy into musical form. Uh, and that was the original thought. Over time, it, it, it evolved. So, so now we have a collection called the Black Heritage Music Collection, uh, and uh, it, it does incorporate uh, some of his philosophy uh, in musical form, but it's more of a general approach uh, that incorporates, uh, uh, you know, the, ch the philosophies of Black champions as a whole, uh, and. Uh, we're looking forward to, you know, continuing to honor Dr. Anderson through this work. So it's it's a very innovative work, and uh, it is a work that uh, will, you know, be a, a big part in in my opinion of of, of the music scene uh, in that specific area, uh, meaning the the black conscious uh, area, in mm -hmm. terms of translating some of those ideas into musical form. Okay. Well, everybody, I'm speaking with Mr. John Boyd from the uh, Peace Industry Music Group, and we are talking about a new compilation album that he put together uh, that really captures the uh, the essence of, of Black empowerment and the movement that we're all a part of. And uh, if you haven't done it yet, please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. And uh, also, um, I wanted to uh, jump right in and ask Mr. Boyd, uh, in terms of of um, consciousness and and what it means to be black and everything else like that, you know, do you think that there's sort of a a lack of understanding uh, um, that we have as a people in terms of how great we are? Meaning that we uh, go to school and we are not taught the things that we need to know about ourselves. You know what? A lot of black people don't even know who Marcus Garvey is. You know, they never heard right. of him. Um, you know, and and I, I think that's a crime. You know, I think that there's so many. Forget. You know, let's not even talk about names like Dr. Claude Anderson and things like that. And it's almost like when people find out about Dr. Anderson, they kind of just wake up and freak out. You know, you and I both know how Kanye West reacted when he found out about Poweronomics. I mean, it just, right. it, 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 it just really captures imagination. We know what, how Ice Cube reacted. A lot of people react that way. So what do you think might be some steps where we can make sure that our people are aware of who their true heroes are so they don't spend so much time worshiping or, look, or looking up to fake heroes? Right. I think the, the, the vehicle of music really gives us a, a fresh opportunity. Um, and uh, we want to shout out, you know, uh, and honor the people that have uh, worked in this area uh, musically, artistically in the past, because I'm not the first. But I think that there are too few of us. And I think uh, this is going to give us a new opportunity to really uh, develop this space even more in this generation. Um, but I think part of the problem is to, it just uh, with like film, uh, the way the financial structure is that uh, uh, these entities that had a head start on financing and capital uh, really were the principal investors into our talent and into our art. So it's really hard to ask other people to uh, give you full control in telling your story and singing your song. Uh, if you want to have total control and telling your story and singing your song the way you want to sing it with the lyrics that you want in it, 
you have to finance it yourself. And um, so this project uh, has, has been, for the most part, financed by black people. Uh, you know, we started a, a, a company to support our initiative called Black Team Sport Enterprises. Again, uh, building on the philosophy of Dr. Anderson, Black Team Sport, uh, he was the one that really uh, preached the thesis that black people need to learn how to compete in the economy uh, with uh, like like it's a, a team sport and economic achievement is a team sport. So uh, th that's that's the new label that that we formed and uh, we've been building our own audience and our own uh, support system so that we can control the narrative and we can control uh, really how the music is developed and how the music is distributed. Uh, that's the, the 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 missing piece to the puzzle, uh, and uh, we have to continue on on that side of of the equation if we want to be really uh, controllers of our, our of our narrative. So um, mm -hmm. this is really something that I know you're passionate about, uh, and uh, I'm definitely passionate about. And uh, like I said, we have our own uh, media outlets, our own distribution. Uh, we put these pieces to the puzzle together. There's no reason why we can't really develop a music label that's dedicated uh, to our people and preserving the narrative and, you know, and, and really reshaping the music industry so that it really uh, serves our best in interests culturally, educationally, uh, uh, and, you know, all the other categories that really serve Black people. Well, uh, you know, uh, actually, before I'm going to ask a question, um, it, I think my Wi-Fi is acting a little weird. I'm in uh, in a different location. What, did I? Did you lose me for a second there, Mister? No, Boyd? no, I, I, no. I got you. I can oh, okay, hear. great. Then I then I won't say. Then I, I'll act like everything's perfect. Then, <laughs> so you can hear me and mm -hmm. see me. Everybody in the chat, give me a yes in the chat if you can hear me and see me. Okay, because uh, I we 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 just got an, another house and uh, we're checking it out and. Uh, and it's um, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you're moving a new house. Weird things happen. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so, so let me let's let's talk about this then. Um, you know, when you talk about the music industry, we know the impact of the music industry, and I I don't disagree that um, that you need we need our own distribution, our own finance, and our own everything. How do you how do you pull that off in a way where we're not trying to replicate what the regular music industry does? Meaning that. You know, I, I've seen people say, hey, we want to make black owned movies. So they'll come to me and, they'll, and I'll say, yeah, sure, I'll support. And, they, and then they'll come to me with a budget that's like eight hundred thousand dollars. And I'll say, we don't have eight hundred thousand dollars. That's hard to get. And they'll, and, uh, and they'll say, well, that's a cheap budget in Hollywood. I, I would, you know, get five million for, for a project. And, and I'm like, yeah, but you're not in Hollywood. You know, in Hollywood, they throw money away um, in, in, you know, in, in Silicon Valley. They throw money away. So it almost seems to me that that the structure of an industry that is uh, in a different space from, you know, traditional, let's say white, what white folks do, basically, uh, that it's going to have to have a different way of thinking about things, a different cost layout, everything else in a way slightly similar. And although I wouldn't make the perfect comparison, but I think about even where Tyler Perry uh, was able to really develop a lot of you know his own projects which i don't watch on any of his movies it's not my style but i did notice that he really flipped the whole production process on his head he said what well, you know whatever they can do in hollywood for a million dollars i can do it for fifty thousand 
and, uh, right. and and I like that, right? So so what do you think in terms of that, in terms of us realizing that you know, we don't necessarily have the same money that white folks have? Uh, we got the talent, you know, but we don't have necessarily the finance. It may take time to get there. What adjustments do you think can be made to help us overcome some of that? Uh, well, technology is is a big part of that. Um, obviously, technology has leveled the playing field in a lot of areas. Also, unity. Um, uh, we have uh, everything that we need in the Black community. We just have a challenge working together as a team. And uh, once we figure out how to solve that problem, I think uh, we're going to be good. Uh, so because I don't think that there's necessary necessarily a lack of, uh, uh, of resources uh, uh, or intelligence. I think there's in, in a, a lot of instances, uh, we're, we're really have, uh, are, are very defensive as a people because uh, you know our history. Uh, and we really do have to figure out how to put the right people in the room and, and, and have those people make the right dec decisions. Um, and uh, the other thing is, you know, in terms of the audience, uh, part of what we do has to be, have, have to, you know, has to have an educational component to it. So that our, our audience has to understand that you may pay a little more for our product or, uh, or, or it could be less, uh, but there are going to be some unique circumstances surrounding uh, the distribution uh, of our product in terms of the method of distribution. Uh, we may not be able to go through traditional channels, uh, iTunes and, and, and Spotify, and, and, and because these are infrastructures that we have no control over, and they're taking huge percentages uh, off the top of, of, of our products. So if we want to really uh, have that type of independence, we can't just be the producers uh, a lot of the money is taken in the distribution. Uh, so uh, Dr. Anderson had, had, had some of the answers in terms of really uh, being able to control all aspects of the supply chain from production to distribution and, and all of those things. So sometimes we have control over production, we have control over uh, creating the content, but then we're, we're hurt when it comes to getting that out to the marketplace and into key markets. Um, we have to really deal with these uh, these institutions that uh, really will make the profit margins, you know, uh, very difficult for us. So, uh, uh, which is why I appreciate what you have achieved, Dr. Boyce. I, I really admire uh, your work. I really admire uh, the motivation behind your work and the vision that you've uh, that you've that you've had in terms of providing leadership. Uh, for you know, building these black-owned in infrastructures, and I know it hasn't it hasn't been easy over the years, but uh, I definitely salute you, and uh, you're definitely on the right path. And uh, but we have to keep you know fighting the fight of faith. I think we're gonna we're gonna win in the end. Yeah, I think we are too. I think we are too. And I and I'll tell you, um, you know, uh, you're right, a hundred percent in my view about distribution. Uh, I I remember when I first started doing any kind of content or anything, um, I remember how frustrated I was by realizing the hopelessness of realizing that in order for me to get my voice out, which I think my voice is legitimate. I, I know, right. you know, I, I know what I have to say. 
in order for me to get that voice out, I had to go through uh, gatekeepers who don't want my voice to be out there, you know? Right. And uh, I said, if, if they find out who the real me is, they're going to block that every, at every available turn. You right. know? And, uh, and I remember watching um, some of the scholars I admired, you know, I looked up to Cornell West and Michael Eric Dyson, and I thought they were great. And I said, but if they, if those guys ever got too radical, uh, everything gets shut down. Right. Your, your book deal gets canceled because your publisher dumps you. Your TV deal gets canceled because the networks don't want you on anymore. No more radio show. That's all gone. No right. more speaking engagement. So you don't have the ability to make money. This is the essence of, in my view, this is a version of economic warfare Yeah. that black people, many of us are not aware of. You right. know, a lot of a lot of people that think they have power, I feel, are skating on really thin ice. You don't understand. If, if you say a couple of the wrong things, they can pull the plug on all of that quick. And mm. so when we started to, to develop our infrastructure with my brother, I said, you know, it's going to take take a lot of extra time to really dig these ditches. Right. But if we do it right, if we finance it in the right way, you know, only use clean money. Clean money means money that comes from sources that are not going to shut down what we're doing. Right. right. Uh, so, I, so honestly, I, I don't get a lot of I've never gotten, you know, financial support from you know, corporations and all that. I, um, you know, none of that because I, I know what comes with that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I understand the nature, the nature. It, to me, it, I, I, I compare a lot of it to pimping, you know, uh, yeah. you know, and when, when the pimp is offering you money, you better not take that money. <laughs> he's he's going to want a return on his investment. So, um, so, the, so, the, so the benefit to, so to your point, uh, I, I really think that this is something to consider. Uh, I think that I probably saw it a little bit more, maybe because I'm a business school guy, right? I was teaching at Syracuse at the time and I started thinking about financial systems and I started thinking about, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this, you know, qu- fundamental questions I think we as black people should ask ourselves, like, what is freedom? Well, I was talking about freedom, but what does freedom look like? You know, I think you, you know, and I think we can recognize when we're not free. Right. You know, like if I get up, if I get up in the morning and I want to spend time with my kids, but I can't because I have to go to work. Well, then mm-hmm. in that moment, I'm not free. You know, if, I, if I have something to say and I know that if I say it, I'm going to lose everything. Well, I'm not free. And uh, and one thing I realized, and this is why I love your project and I support it so much, is that one one of, if not the greatest barrier to that freedom is that economic independence piece. Right. You know, that, that lack of, of, of the ability to drum up the economic support we need and also just not having the, the institutional infrastructure. Right. That allows us to really get things done. You know, right. so so I almost see this as the top mandate for, for this generation and beyond, you know, right. uh, acquire things, own things, control things. And don't just give up control because somebody comes and writes you a big check, because that's what they that's what they do. As soon as they see that you got something good going on, you know, you got the Negro Leagues over here and you're, you're, you're killing right. it because you got the best baseball players in the world. Well, they're gonna come right. along and, and try to pick out your Jackie Robinsons and 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 make you and then you're feeling proud because you get to you know play ball next to a white guy, and so I'd like to get your thoughts on that. So maybe I'll start with that basic question: What does freedom look like for you? Uh, freedom to me uh, looks like having uh, a range of motion uh, that is uh, consistent with your desires. So. If, if 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 I if I want to go to California, uh, I I have the ability to to do that, uh, uh, and I'm not restricted to just getting to Ohio. Uh, 
it, it it's having that that range of uh, mobility and motion consistent with your dreams, your vision, your your desires, so that there isn't this disparity uh, or gap between what you want to do and what you literally can do. Uh, and uh, so it, it, that that goes for speech as well. I want to say something, but if I if I really tell people the way I want uh, what I feel. Uh, of what I'm thinking, uh, I'm going to be restricted, or I'm going to be shut down, or, uh, I'm going to be demonetized, uh, whatever. So uh, having that limitation uh, put up on speech is the opposite of freedom of speech. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think we as a people really haven't really had an opportunity to fully participate in what is called the free enterprise system. Uh, which was was you know supposed to be in theory, uh, everybody has the, the ability to freely trade and and conduct uh, commerce uh, without a lot of undue interference by uh, governments or third parties. Uh, you know, that's really not the case. Uh, and uh, so you know the answer to your question, and hopefully uh, I've answered it you know thoroughly. It's just getting to the point where you have. That, that flexibility, uh, those limits are taken off and you can express yourself the way you want to express yourself and you can achieve those things and go places, uh, you know, consistent with you know, your ambitions. Um, mm. We got to get to that point uh, where we have more freedom in, in our community and more ability to, to, you know, project power and range and, and, uh, and really impose our will uh, uh, in, in the atmosphere that we're part of. Well, everybody, I'm speaking with Mr. John Boyd from the Peace Industry Music Group. Uh, he has a new compilation album coming out. Um, and, uh, and, and can you give him the title? Uh, or is it is it too early for that? No, no, it's it's actually, we actually have uh, the first compilation up on Bandcamp. Uh, uh, there should be a link uh, yeah, what, uh, what's that? available. It's John D. Boyd uh, at band, uh, .bandcamp.com. Okay. Oh, that that is that the link that Terrence sent me? Am I able to share that link with people yeah. in chat? Okay, yeah. I, I didn't know. I thought that I thought that link was just for me, but I but I'll share the link now. I'll, I'll share it as, as we're speaking, uh, and uh, and so so uh, I encourage everybody to take a look at this. Uh, you know, Mr. Boyd is a smart guy. He's he's right on top of everything, and he's just done an extraordinary job with his family. I mean, what they've created uh, with with Infinity Song and. And I haven't even talked about how talented they are, and I'm not even going to do that because I want to focus on uh, on this new project. But but let me just tell you, if you go look up Infinity Song, look up Victory Boyd, you know, just in all the children and how talented they are, you'll be really impressed and really proud. You know, that's the thing. I think when I watch when I watch your family perform, I'm not just excited and impressed by the you know by the great performance. I'm I'm sitting there, I'm just proud. You know, you and I sat next to each other at the All Black National Convention. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I saw you, you. It looked like you got a little emotional when you saw your kids up there performing. And and I, I almost felt, you know, they're your kids, but I felt like a proud dad, too. <laughs> you know, I because I, I, yeah. I know how hard it is to get all your kids on the same page, to get them to, to really, really um, express their greatness. You know, right. and, and, and I know I, and I so I appreciate and respect how much work you put into that. Um, and so. Uh, actually, I want to ask you about that. But before I do that, and, and also when I, I'm going to share this link in the chat so everybody can take a look at the project, I want to define freedom for everybody real quick. Uh, I, I don't want to miss that point. We were talking about freedom earlier. So I looked up the word freedom as we were talking, 
And here's what the definition of freedom looks like. So everybody who wants to be free, say yes in the chat if you want freedom. In order to find freedom, you got to know what it looks like. Uh, you know, right. if, you know. So the freedom it says here is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. So mm -hmm. it's uh, so the question to ask yourself is: Can I do what I want to do? Can I say what I want to say? And can I think what I want to think? And if you know, and, and I, I would imagine that. Freedom of thought is affected by sometimes it can, it can literally we can literally restrict our own freedom of thought just by not it be, having an openness and willingness to accept ideas other than our own or right. uh, the freedom or, or having a fear of challenging ideas that, that we were told since we were young. Uh, also, it says that the absence or subjugation to foreign do domination or despotic government. That's another definition of freedom. Right. And so when I think about foreign domination, I'm really thinking about people that are not in the B1 community who are seeking to control us. You know, right. they can, you know, they, when you go to the BET awards and they're telling you, this is the culture, this is the culture. And they've got a bunch of toxic behavior, a bunch of dysfunction, a bunch of things that are embarrassing to black people, a bunch of buffoonery, uh, you know, guys that can't even spell their mama's name. They love talking about killing black people that, that glorify dope dealing and, 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 you know, and disrespecting women. I look at that and I say, that ain't my culture, but Viacom, which is not owned by us, right. just said, okay, that's your culture. And we got to be real careful about that because if you think about Black America, remember in the 1960s, we were developing a pretty strong Black right. empowerment culture. You know, you had, whether, you were talking, whether you're talking about the Civil Rights Movement, what Dr. King was doing, or if you go over to what Malcolm and the Black Panthers were doing, it was all very empowering. It was all very pro-Black. We love ourselves. We love our families. We love our community. And then, boom, they dropped the crack cocaine in the Black community. Suddenly, the whole culture shifts. You go from strong families to broken families. You go from uh, from from growing uh, business and land ownership to uh, to just abject poverty. Uh, the children are traumatized. They're, they're, they're watching their friends get killed by the time they're 14 years old. And now you, you're in the second generation of having just literally a culture that was distorted by the activities of some other group of people. Right. So so I think that one of the things we have to do. And I'd like to get your thoughts on this. I'm not even going to ask a question. I'd just like to get your thoughts on this because I've, I've, I've spoken too much already. I apologize. But I almost feel that when we're talking about freedom and the freedom to develop our culture, there also must be some effort to protect the culture. I imagine other communities protect their culture. Like I can't go in and start a Jewish TV station and tell the Jewish community what their culture is going to be. I can't go in and create... Uh, a, a radio station in Chinatown and say, this is what Chinese culture is going to be. So why in the hell can other people, excuse my French, sorry, why why can other people come in and tell black people what our culture is going to be? That's not right. They should not be allowed to do that. What do you think about what I just said? Well, it's true. Uh, but the, the, the challenge is if, if, they're the, if they're the biggest investor, <clears throat> excuse me, and they have the, the biggest equity stake in that talent, you know, they, they, they feel like they can control the content. And uh, we have to stop selling uh, <clears throat> those valuable assets, uh, cultural assets to, to foreigners that don't really care about what we're doing. If you know, uh, uh, you talk about my family. So uh, I raised my family to, to really think about these things. Uh, and uh, we have taken a course in the industry that's uh, in some ways, uh, a longer and more challenging course, uh, but with a mind towards preserving the integrity of who we are as, as a family, as a people, 
and 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 you you know from you know uh, uh, experience how I uh, I uh, brought my daughter Victory just I think just before she was signed to Rock Nation to be a part of uh, the All Black National Convention I think it was the first All Black National Convention and we attended three others uh, after that my family's very much linked in and connected in. Uh, uh, with your you know, platform, with your, you know, with your movement, uh, so that they can have that type of consciousness uh, as their careers develop. Uh, and uh, they're part of this project. Uh, sometimes uh, managers and, and parents don't uh, plan that into or build that into the careers of the artists. So uh, sometimes they go out there and, and don't realize that they're selling out their community uh, because they haven't been forewarned and, and prepared for that conversation. I think we have to really get more involved in how artists are developed uh, uh, and, and in terms of, you know, you know how they're really factoring in what is valuable and, and that they don't just have a responsibility to themselves, but they have a responsibility uh, as influencers of the community to really represent the community and the community's interests. Uh, and that's that's what this 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 project is about. This collection is about uh, really being an example and, and providing some leadership in this space. Uh, you know, I've been blessed to be a, a part of the space and to have, uh, you know, contacts in the space, influence in the space. And I've just committed to myself and and to the community that for me it's not just about money; it's really about uh, really protecting uh, our interests as a community and passing uh, our heritage and lineage, uh, musical uh, lineage down to the next generation uh, without it being completely destroyed. So you know we we have to fight on all those different all those fronts. We have to create great music. Um, you know, we have to do the business side, but at the same time, we have to fight off uh, investors and, and people that want to come in and, and hijack and, and commandeer, uh, you know, uh, black excellence uh, and redefine it for their best interest. So if you uh, uh, really go through the, the, the body of work, the album, you'll find, uh, for instance, uh, track number four is called Black Faces, Wrong Places. Uh, uh, track number one is is is, is an excellent song, excellent song, performed by uh, George Huff, who, who works with Jennifer Hudson, uh, called Ebony. Um, and uh, you know, you know, there's there's a full range of, of music that I think your audience will truly appreciate as they go through, um, you know, this compilation album. And uh, we're looking forward to completing the other parts of the album, of the of the collection. All right. Well, you know what? Um, I'm going to pull this up, uh, and uh, and I want everybody to uh, consider uh, going to support this project. I'm going to pull it up on the screen because I actually pulled it up, and I and I apologize, John. When you sent me that link, I thought for some reason I thought it was just for me, but uh, now I know I can share it with everybody. So I'm really excited about that. So let me share the screen, guys, uh, because this is um, this is a first. This is Black History right here because you, you don't see a lot of projects like this. This is representing the B1 Nation and and John is, is representing our people very proudly. And uh, and these uh, and he and his family are at the top of the industry. And so uh, you can see here, you can see the project here uh, and, and you can listen to the different songs. And if you go to johndboyd.bandcamp.com and I'm gonna give you guys, I'm gonna put the link on the screen as well. Uh, you can actually, actually 
Oh, sorry. Thank you, Dr. Boyce. If you don't mind, you, you can't. Uh, I don't know if you're technically set up, but you can share a little snippet of uh, Ebony uh, or uh, Black Faces Wrong Places um, uh, uh, with the audience. It's, I think it, it just captures uh, uh, something uh, very okay, You know what? Um, you know, I, I don't, the reason I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't want to do that is not because I'd love to, but okay. it's, it's like, I feel like if I play it through my laptop, the audio quality is not going to be okay. what, it, what it truly is. And I don't want to misrepresent the quality of the great work you've done. So, okay. um, so what I am going to ask everybody to do though, in the chat is give me, just give me a yes. Give me a verbal confirmation that you'll go take a look and I'm going to put the URL on the screen so you can uh, know where to go. Uh, and uh, just let us know, even if you don't want to, you know, if, even if you don't have necessarily the resources financially to support, if you at least, at least consider it. So I'm gonna put the URL up on the screen and I'm gonna say it also, it's johndboyd.bandcamp.com and, uh, and I'm gonna put it up here, give me one second. There we go, that's the URL. So uh, johndboyd.bandcamp.com so let us know that you're going to go take a look because, you know, it's very important that we become very conscious. We talk a lot about consciousness. What does consciousness means? mean? Consciousness is awareness. Uh, awareness means that you are consciously doing the things that are going to manifest what you want to see. Right. So uh, why do I make that point? Well, because black power doesn't happen by accident. You know, our excellence, black excellence doesn't happen by accident. John Boyd didn't just wake up and hope for the best and then have one of the most talented entertainment families in history. You know, I mean, they're right up there with the Jackson five. They, they may not be as famous yet, but they've performed in front of famous people. And those famous people were blown away. I was blown away. <laughs> I, I, I heard victory sing for the first time. I'll never forget it. So, so this consciousness piece is really important because we have to consciously decide what we want the world to be. So power and consciousness are linked power, freedom, and consciousness are all connected. Right. You know, you have the freedom to go pursue power, but you must pursue it consciously, which means that you must decide what you want to see in reality and consciously create that. So I'm asking you guys, the reason I'm asking you to put a yes in the chat is because I want you to consciously go to this URL on the screen. It won't cost you a nickel. You, you ain't got to pay nothing but attention. If you get there, there, there are there, there are things you can buy. I hope that you can consider buying something. But if you don't want to, that's OK. Just go to johndboy.bandcamp.com. Don't forget the D in the middle. It's right there on the screen. And just go take a listen to this album. It's the first, it's the first of its kind that I, I know of. And I'm super proud to be associated with the project. And I'm also super honored to know this man. So, Mr. Boyd, did you have any final thoughts you wanted to share uh, before we bounce out? Yeah, I just want to shout out to again to you for your work. Uh, and uh, shout out to Rock Nation. Uh, they've agreed as we get the project developed that they're going to also be distributors. Uh, we appreciate uh, Jay-Z. Uh, for assigning five of uh, my children and, uh, the, you know, and, and being really, uh, you know, very conscious with respect to who we are and giving us the uh, space, autonomy uh, to, to really develop, uh, you know, without all of these uh, pressures that some labels would put on artists to conform to what's going on in, in pop culture. Um, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I want to give, uh, a shout out really to um, just all the team that is part of Black Team Sport Enterprises, uh, the new company that we formed, the new label, um, and uh, we have a, a weekly huddle every Friday, and, and the people have been very consistent, and uh, people have supported the project financially, um, and uh, really excited about the future. 
this release is very limited release. It's uh, it's through Bandcamp because we're workshopping uh, the music and introducing it uh, in a limited way to to your audience and and to uh, you know our our you know our close audience. But we're very proud of the work, uh, and uh, it's mixed and mastered by one of the t top engineers, uh, literally in the world, uh, who is also a, a friend of the family and uh, just great musicians. Uh, uh, I pretty much wrote a hundred percent of it, uh, except the things that uh, were in uh, public domain. Uh, there are three categories in the collection. Uh, the first category is called Melanated Nation, which ba uh, uh, basically uh, deals with black consciousness and empowerment issues. Uh, we have a gospel music section, uh, and then there is the jazz section. So this this album has all three genres represented on it, uh, and eventually we'll add R and B uh, and blues and and on and on. All of the areas where black people had something to do with the creation. Uh, of, of that particular genre will be represented in this in this catalog. Uh, finally, I want to give a big shout out to Dr. Claude Anderson and his work, his, his wife, Joanne. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, uh, supporting uh, that family through some of the proceeds that will be uh, coming from this project in the future. So thank all you. Right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. And uh, thank you all for listening, uh, by the way. And, uh, and so the URL is on the screen, johndboyd.bandcamp.com. Uh, go take a look at this uh, this great compilation album. And it, it's, uh, it's it's something you all have a reason to be proud of because it represents you. They're putting out music on your behalf. So so let's let's show up and let's take a look. Let's support this because I, I think it's it's definitely worth uh, putting our weight behind all of us um, because, you know, we, we know that we're going to win, but it's nice to have a soundtrack to the movement. So so thank you all very much uh, for watching. Uh, hit the thumbs up button on your way out. Thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, I'll be back a little bit later to talk to you guys about what's going on with the markets and everything else. So until we meet again, God bless you, and uh, we'll see you soon. And thanks a lot, Mr. Boyd. I thank you. It. All right. Thank you so much.